everybody, and welcome to another episode of Comics and Cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and today we are talking about the new comics that came out this week. So in my poll that I picked up were the fourth issues of Excalibur, Fallen Angels, Marauders, New Mutants, and X-Force. And I also got the 12th and final issue of Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, There was an announcement by Marvel that the the X-Men issues have been delayed and pushed back. I don't know why I didn't say what the delay was, but... Um, that issue four was supposed to come out today as well, but I believe it's coming out uh, the first week of January now. So I guess keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, I'm going to go over a couple of other things too on on here. The uh, the new solicitations for March uh, March's comics for Marvel came out this week. They actually came out yesterday. Uh, I'm going to just tell you a couple brief bits about them here in this podcast. I'm not going to be doing a separate podcast for that. Uh, topic anymore just because um, there really wasn't anyone listening to it. Um, I, the view count was low and it was it's you know, one extra show that I was having to do. So I'm just going to talk about it briefly here and I'll do so every month going for just, it won't be its own podcast. It'll just be a couple little bits that I've noticed. And so in this one, it looks like there's a couple of new stories starting up. One of them is called Strange Academy by Scotty Young and Umberto Ramos, which uh, definitely looks interesting. It's about, uh, looks like Doctor Strange is starting a school for magical kids. Sounds a lot like Harry Potter, but it sounds like a mix between Harry Potter and uh, like the Avengers Academy. And I love the Avengers Academy book, so uh, I may end up checking that out though I may also wait for Marvel Unlimited. I haven't decided yet. Uh, There's also a new ongoing series for Spider-Woman by Carla Pacheco and Perry Perez, uh, which also looks interesting. I'm I'm a big fan of Spider-Woman, of Spider-Woman, but I haven't read a lot of her stories. I I read some issues of Spider-Woman, I think when Dennis Hopeless was doing it, or Dennis Hopeless. Uh, but not much other than that, so this will be something I'll probably wait for Unlimited as well. I may check out just that initial issue because it looks like on both of those there are a ton of variant covers, and uh, surprise, surprise. But uh, Spider-Man Noir is getting a five-issue miniseries by Margaret Stoll and Juan Fiera, and then there are some new X-Men books. There's a Hellions book by Zeb Wells with art by Steven Segovia, and uh, I'm actually going to click on this again because it says he does the arts and the covers. And uh, that might be, it says Ryan on there though. It should say Steven. Maybe I'm missing something, but um, I may check that one out at this point. Now I'm getting to the point where it's like there are a lot of X-Men stories now. We've got X-Men, we got the, the original six minus Fallen Angels, but now we have Wolverine, Hellions, Cable is this other new one by Jerry Duggan and Phil Noto. And along with that, we've got X-Men. The Giant Size X-Men series is still continuing with uh, Magneto uh, for Jonathan Hickman with art and cover by Ben Oliver. And then also we've got the X-Men slash Fantastic Four, issue three of four. So there's a lot of X-Men content out right now. So for those of you snagging up every single one of these, congrats. That's awesome. Uh, It's a great time to be alive as an X-Men fan. And uh, for those of you that aren't, obviously, you know, you're probably waiting for Marvel Unlimited and good for you. Uh, There's also a new one coming out called Road to Empire, the Kree-Skrull War. And Empire spelled E-M-P-Y-R-E. 
Uh, this is, I think, going to be, it says the new massive event series of the spring begins here. Uh, I have no interest in this in this at all. I, it's probably going to have some touches from that Annihilation Scourge thing, but to me, it already looks like it's just retreading some of the old uh, stuff, the old Kree Scroll War stuff, and uh, I've just, I've been burned way too many times by Marvel doing redos of things. Uh, I obviously, I, I took a risk with Absolute Carnage just because Donny Cates was doing it, and obviously he did not disappoint, but um, Infinity Wars disappointed me. Uh, War of the Realms was great as well, but again, that was not a, at least as far as I know, that was not a remake. That was just a um, something Jason Aaron was doing. And I, I don't know what Empire is, but apparently it's coming out of um, out of that giant incoming book that comes next week. So we'll see, but if that's the case, I'm probably going to wait for Marvel Unlimited on that too because I just can't, I can't maintain my sanity with the amount of new content that Marvel puts out every single month. And, and it, it's, they're a business. They, there's nothing wrong with that. They're just constantly churning out new things to try and get those big number one uh, comic sales and then obviously to get new readers. But uh, to me, you know, it's going to have to be something that's amazing that catches my eye. Otherwise, I'm not going to bother with it because I'm not going to pay, you know, the amount. Of, and it's going to be something where it's like, Five ninety nine for the first issue, four ninety nine for all. Like I, I can't pay for all of those things. Like I'd rather just wait for Marvel Unlimited, especially if after I. Re That's the worst feeling in the world is after you read a comic, going, "Man, I wish I hadn't bought that comic." And and I hope none of you ever have to go through that sort of feeling. But it happens sometimes, and it's like five dollars is a lot, you know. Be putting your money where your mouth is, sort of thing. Uh, another new one, Marvel issue number one of six by Alex Ross and Kurt Busiek. And guys, I don't know if you knew this, but um, Alex Ross had a vision of a new series showing the Marvel heroes in a way they had never seen before, thirty years ago. The first realization of that idea became the blockbuster Marvels. But today, Alex finally brings about his original vision. Oh, you got to be kidding me, guys. He waited 30 years. Marvel wouldn't let him do his original vision for 30 years. It couldn't be. Why now? Why'd they pick now? I, like, I just, I, that's one of the other reasons why I didn't want to start. I, I didn't want to continue doing those is because when I'm read, I love reading comics. As you guys know, I, I, you've been listening to me for this long. I love comics. I love superheroes, but I do not like marvel's business strategy i i get it it makes sense it's very rabid it's it's the same as any other business like amazon or trying to get as much as much money as they can out of their loyal customers as possible and so when i typically am reading these previews i seem really cynical when i'm reading them because every single thing like boom submariner marvel's a new marvel's snapshot series with Great stories about the original characters of Submariner, the Fantastic Four, it looks like are the two ones this month, for $4.99 a piece. Like, I don't need a new, oh, we never knew this story before thing. Like, I can go on Marvel Unlimited and find thousands of stories about the Fantastic Four or um, uh, Namor for free uh, instead of paying for these one shots that are going to be obsolete in, you know, a year or less. So that's, and here's another one, uh, but this actually looks interesting. This one's called Outlawed by Eve Ewing and Kim Jacinto with a cover by Pepe, per, uh, Pepe Larraz. But it's about, it says, uh, in the wake of a devastating tragedy, 
the United States passes a law that will shake the Marvel Universe to its core. Uh-oh. Uh, it hasn't been... Has it been? It's been over 10 years since uh, Marvel's Civil War event, and it's probably been less than 10 since their Civil War II event. This looks like the next one, uh, and it is. It is now. The crackdown is that the... I think young superheroes are no longer able to be superheroes, so... Buckle up and see where that one takes you. But uh, again, I'm going to be waiting for Marvel Unlimited for that one as well. Uh, as I said, a lot, a lot of these I'm going to be turning over to Marvel Unlimited, uh, and we've had we had this discussion already. I think I think this portion of the podcast is going to end up turning more into a monthly discussion of the comics that I am reading, and then eventually, because I, I have a feeling eventually that'll all get uh, transferred over to Marvel Unlimited once I you know are you know I've I've worn out my welcome on those comics I'm currently reading, uh, and then at that point it'll be. Um, it'll be basically like book clubs essentially which is is what i really like talking about is reading the really great stories and getting to talk about those stories as opposed to reading a bunch of mediocre stories that um and and paying for those mediocre stories but again right now like i said there's a lot of great stories from marvel and i'm skipping over a lot of the ones in here because they're not new they're they're continuations but like there's a lot of great stuff going on right now guys so i don't i don't want you thinking that there isn't um captain marvel has been really fun to read so has immortal hulk all of the x-men stuff that i've read so far barring a few hiccups has been really fun and um I mean, now I'm looking here, it's like Thor issue number four, that Thor series is probably going to be really good, I'm going to be reading that one for sure, um, so we'll see, it's just, you know, like I said, whenever I read these, it's like, oh, here's here's the 150 Marvel comics that are coming out in the month of March, do you have the mo- the money to, to handle that, and it's like, um, no, I, I feel like as a, to be a comic collector, you have to be incredibly rich, and um, I am not, so uh, that's that's kind of where it's at uh, for Mar- March's solicitations. But those are some cool cool things for sure. I uh, I'll be interested to read those in uh, six months from March. So let's dive right into uh, the comic series though, because that's that's the meat and potatoes of this. And I want to start with Guardians of the Galaxy, and just to give you my thoughts on this. So this is by Donnie Cates and uh, art by Corey Smith. So not not even Jeff Shaw anymore, but. Um, this is the final so if you guys remember from the last last month i said i really really hope that this issue 12 sticks the landing i really hope that um that donny cates isn't over exaggerating when he says this is the uh what is it the death of the inhumans cosmic ghost rider thanos wins uh guardians of the galaxy silver surfer black all of it has been leading to this boy oh boy was he lying and um and not not necessarily lying that's just i guess the way the way that i'm describing it but so um i'll tell you why though as i kind of go over this so the the universal church of truth was uh has been or essentially gets defeated we all knew that was going to happen and they did um they're able to turn drax into a good guy one of the draxes so back to status quo there undoing the death of drax from earlier this year uh the solicitations and donny cates's twitter which um actually i actually unfollowed him on twitter which i um was a really tough decision but like i said i just the amount of hype that he puts out on his twitter is just honestly it's too much for me uh, i keep thinking that i have to buy every single thing that he does because of the way he describes them and then like for guardians as i'm reading it it's like i you know i i didn't need to buy these uh so i i 
to prevent myself from doing that, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, block and mute people for affecting the way that your brain works. And this was one of those instances. No, no, uh, no ill will towards Donnie. I'm still excited to read a lot of his work. I just, his, the way he promotes things is, is, uh, it's very manipulative and, um, that's can be, you know, it could be good or bad, but for, for Marvel, it's great. But for me personally, it just doesn't work out. So, um, same thing, like I said, he, he's been saying over and over, we're going to kill rocket. Well, guess what? Rocket doesn't die. And by the end of this, it actually looks like he's going to be all right. He's going to be totally fine and completely normal. And, um, so, uh, so Alex, you might be asking, well, what's the point of, uh, what's the point of it then? What's the point of him saying all of those things or leading to this? Well, I'm going to tell you. We get a, a uh, the end of this. Basically, the Universal Church of Truth gets transported to the end of everything. That was what they were trying to avoid. They were trying to kill death, and instead, the Guardians beat them and sent them to the end of everything. And guess what's at the end of everything? Thanos. And his last line, he says, "Thanos wins." Hell yeah, right? Like glad to see Thanos. And then the second half, the final, the epilogue, I guess you could say, is every single Guardians of the Galaxy is at the hospital while. Um, where does he stay? Because I think he even says something here, like, ah, oh, he's doing just fine. Um, myself, let's see. Oh, yeah, here we go. Your friend is going to be okay. This is the doctor. His bio modifications are out of date, and frankly, he's lucky to be alive. But we believe he will recover nicely. At the moment, he is heavily sedated, but you should be able to see him now. It will be good for him to see his family. So, all right, so Rocket's going to be totally fine. I knew that, but they really made it look like he wasn't going to be fine. And here we go, guys. This is what I'm talking about. And this, I'm not even joking. I feel so bad for even saying this. But when I read this, I rolled my eyes. So Rocket, when everyone's around him, he says, what did I miss this past year? Anything cool? And then you flip over and it is two page spreads of everything that happened in Thanos wins. So there's the Thanos wins ties in. The next two page spread Everything that happened in Cosmic Ghost Rider. The next two-page spread, Death of the Inhumans. The next two-page spread, Silver Surfer Black. And then uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider says, nah, not much. And and uh, it's like, okay, so that's what he meant, that everything was leading to this, so that he could have two-page spreads of, a, of uh, each of those series. Now, granted, those two-page spreads are gorgeous. There are no words. It's just a full painting, and the painting is absolutely gorgeous. But to market it that way, like I said, I think that's kind of a trick. And so the very end of this is them just gathered around his bed saying the galaxy can wait. You can t- like take your time, buddy. You're going to get better. Get well soon. And then that's it. What an ending, right? Like I was pretty bummed about that. And um, like I said, because my expectations were so high for this book and they kept being high. And I get why now is because Donnie Cates has a lot of stuff on his plate, and he would say that on Twitter too, like, I'm writing way too much. I could easily see this being the one of the stories that kind of fell through the cracks for him, yet, if he markets it the way that he typically markets stuff, by saying that it's the greatest thing of all time, uh, people are still going to buy it, so, um, and I was one of those people, so like I said, never again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a lot more judicious on the comics that I purchase at the day of. Now, we're going to move into the X-Men comics, and that is a complete 160 or uh, 360, 180 maybe, whatever the case may be. These were awesome. These X-Men comics were great. So I'm going to just start with uh, Excalibur. I'm just reading uh, these off the list. So Excalibur issue number four uh, I thought was really cool. We get a good glimpse of uh, basically everyone starting to think that 
sort of like that apocalypse is kind of cool. At least I am like, thank you. Everyone's like, wow, I guess apocalypse is, is being really helpful. Richter has a really good conversation with, um, with Jubilee about it. He's like, so she's like, so apocalypse fixed your powers. And he says he prefers whatever that a is. And she said, Richter, what did he do to you? And he's like, he didn't do anything. He listened. That's all. I know it sounds crazy. I'm not saying I like the guy, but you don't get that old without learning a lot about how people work. He knows stuff. I'm feeling good. So, like, I thought that was really cool that they're they're really pushing, and I really hope that they stick with Apocalypse being a, a good guy because I think it suits him well being the ancient sage. So in this issue, uh, Apocalypse has tasked Gambit and Richter with going towards the middle of the Earth to get some crystals Uh, some magic crystals and so they go down there and they face these druids and the druids are actually trying to get him to uh, join them because he's they're like you know you're the king of the like you you control earth too so um, you should join us but at the same time the fight that they had in the last issue actually opened up a rift between otherworld and uh, a bunch of monsters are coming through so that's kind of where we're left here at this point but we, we leave with a twist, and I should have said spoilers before these issues. I apologize, but um, spoilers for all of these. But so uh, Apo- it looks like Apocalypse wakes a rogue up or something. He says, uh, "This is merely." She, he says, "The war has reached our shores, rogue. This is merely an opening salvo meant to test the captain's hand. But we know better. We have been working since the beginning, haven't we?" And she opens her eyes, and that's the end. So that that was cool. I'm really excited to see where this issue takes off. Excalibur has been doing great, and so I'm going to jump into the next one too, which was Marauders. Marauders was good as well. It finally got back to not Sebastian Shaw and his family. This one is just another, you know, the the group is going to save some more mutants who want to come to Krakoa. Great scene with Storm fully utilizing her power to destroy this jerk. And uh, from there, though, we get Kitty Pride and um, Lucas Bishop. We'll get Bishop and, and Kate Pride too. They're infiltrating that lady's building, the one who she's like an anti mutant person. And she says that her husband went into Krakoa and disappeared, but the, they have no records of him going into Krakoa. So it's found out that, of course, just like most of these psychos, she's got her husband locked in the basement because he likes mutants. He's like obsessed with him. He's part of some mutant-loving cult, and um, and so they bust him out and and kind of disrupt uh, her. She's having like a ceremony or or a uh, kind of a it looks like a giant rally, and so they show up and they're like, "Hey, we found your husband. Like you said, you were looking for him. Here he is." And so they kind of basically blow that all up in her face. And so by the end of it, though, she ends up joining what looks to be the uh, a different thing of the Hellfire Club. Um, not It looks like the Black, something like that. Let me see. if uh, The White King. Um, or that won't change while the blood rages through the heart of the White King. So uh, they ask her to be the White Bishop, which is really interesting. So we'll see where that takes her. Uh, hopefully to her doom because she's a terrible person for being mean to mutants but um, yeah so that one that one was definitely enjoyable and uh, I should mention as well uh, issue four of Excalibur was by Marcus Toe or Teeny Howard and Marcus Toe this one was by Jerry Marauders was by Jerry Duggan and Lucas Warneck uh, so not Matt Mateo Lolly again which is weird I don't know why they're skipping them but oh well um, this next issue is going to be New Mutants by Ed Brisson and uh, I think it's a Falala uh fiala marco fiala uh, we're back to basically um the story at 
in Krakoa where the mutants are they're trapped now at that farm they're all trapped on stairs and essentially those mutants just want some they want plants so they can sell them on the black market these bad guys and so they're like you you go back to Krakoa and get us some of those plants and it's like that seems like a weird plan but by the end of this boom boom shows up and uh, just kind of wreck shop or at least we get the indication that she's going to be wrecking shop it's a pretty slow issue it doesn't get very far that's really all that happens but the character work inside of it is really good and the art is still good despite the fact that these are different artists doing these stories um it's still really good art i'm enjoying it but by the end of this uh boom boom shows up to kind of save the day so we're going to see uh, we'll see where that takes them in the next issue, which though I believe is going to be in two issues because the next issue will end up taking place in space. Uh, next up is X-Force, which is starting to become my favorite of the series. So this is issue number four by Benjamin Percy and Joshua Kassara. And we get another attack at a different section of of, of Krakoa, I guess. And there's a Jamie Madro- Madrox there who dies. But what's really cool about this issue is Professor Xavier is kind of telling the story of Hercules, like the comic Hercules, which is cool. But he was saying that Hercules had his half-sister Athena with him, and she was the goddess of wisdom. And so it kind of goes into um, he had the muscle, but she had the mind. The fact that um, Jean Grey is kind of running the covert uh information intelligence gathering thing of uh x-force while wolverine is kind of running the wetworks area and it's funny they actually go into it being the cia there's a beautiful scene in here where she reconstructs what happened in a, in an attack uh, mentally so that everyone can see it which was just gorgeous the art in this is just beautiful but um by the end of this we find out that uh that they're try- they're basically trying to figure out who this guy with the the peacock tattoo is and um very exciting to see where that that takes them but this is essentially the issue where we find out this is you know x-force has been created and so forge gives domino this really badass uh kind of techno organic arm since her arms all shredded from them taking all the dna from her and uh but beyond that by the end of this uh that's actually that's it right are they more bad guys bust in and uh they go to fight them and that's the end of this issue oh no they run the end of this issue is them running through the portal to go get these guys but someone shuts the portal down and wolverine wolverine gets cut in half and it looks like kid omega gets his head cut off which is crazy so i'm definitely looking forward to this book like i said for this week for sure that was my favorite of of all of them and then fallen angels unfortunately i'm saving the the my least favorite for last that's by brian hill and simon kudransky we're just still it's it's them still kind of talking and figuring out what they're going to do apoth is is coming he's you know taking no prisoners but um that's really it apoth has cyclops and it almost like to me I was like, okay, well, what's the difference between this issue and the last issue? And so maybe I'm missing something. I may need to reread these once I get all six of the issues done. Honestly, though, at this point, I'm just glad that um, that this is only a six-issue series. But by the end of it, um, there's this there's floating, glowing guy, and you know, she's uh, Psylocke screaming, "Can you see? Please tell me that you can see this guy." And uh, that's, I mean, that's really it. And so I was, like I said, I, I'm continuing to be less and less impressed by this series but i'm hoping like i always do i'm hoping that it will pick up 
in its uh, in its final two issues and turn into a worthy uh, addition to my collection. So with that, though, those were the comics that I read this week. Uh, I'm going to, like I said, I will probably... I'll have that uh, the monthly comic book club episode up at the end of the month, uh, so that'll be after Christmas, and uh, and yeah, and so next week, uh, I think there's like like I said, there's like a there's incoming, and I think Venom twenty issue twenty one, both of those come out next week. If they warrant having their own episode, I will do one that week. If not, I will just hold off until the following week. Because I don't want to have you know like a, a five minute episode that uh, about it. I would rather combine it with some more comics. So um, that's where we will uh, cut this episode off at. So for comics and cinema, I'm your host Alex Klein, and I hope you enjoy reading these comics.